episode 12 of The Hive. Um, it's been nearly three months since the UK went into lockdown, a um, couple of months since we started doing these. And so we thought it would be a good idea to talk today about some of the positives, the good things um, that have come out of this. So, because although it's been challenging, actually, as we've gone along, I think everybody, whether it be professionally or personally, has actually been able to identify good things that are coming out of the experience we've all been having. Um, and we're going to focus entirely on those today. So, um, Joe, do you want to do you want to kick off with one? What what would you like to start with? Uh, I do. Um, I'd just like to frame this, actually, in that I wasn't sure really how to approach it. And so I've looked at it at three different levels. So sort of macro, medium, local, macro, local, actually, an individual. So um, I'll start with individual. Um, okay. So for me, um, it's been about having loads more time with my 13 year old daughter, who, as it turns out, now she um, is getting more sleep is much nicer. <laughs> she was very nice already, but she doesn't have her teenage drops anywhere near as how she would normally have done so you know I've got that sort of lovely family thing going on I've had a much more uh, I've had lots of work to do but I've, I've felt more relaxed with it I'm, I'm laughing that I'm sitting here in my hoodie because you know I can and you know my hair growing too long haven't washed it for a few days now but just that's how it is and everyone will accept it because so we've had flow. this sort of different life so yeah so, so on a personal level um just a, a different okay. sort of environment within the family that has been really quite enjoyable even though obviously all those terrible things have been in happening outside of my little bubble so okay it yeah. sounds like you've been very efficient thinking about this from various levels so uh, you're going to put me to shame here uh, Lorna how what, what would you what would you say would be your first one off the bat I think my first one um is similar to Joe's I didn't do the uh, the categorization into my I just off the top of my head <laughs> bringing it standard um so the idea of treating people, seeing people as whole human beings, recognising that um, we are not, you know, robots that mm -hmm. come to work and fit in a box. This little window on the world that we have, you know, so people now know that Lorna does a bit of singing and occasionally, you know, somebody comes in with a cup of tea and Joe's got a 13 year old daughter that's relevant that's relevant to work it's relevant even when we stop being in little you know zoom boxes with each other mm. hopefully we can keep that going I think yeah. it's so important we've been talking about bringing your whole self to work for a long time a long now. time yeah and isn't it weird that now that we're not actually bringing any of ourselves physically to work <laughs> we to bring so much more of ourselves yeah you know, yeah, it's a lovely irony about that, isn't it? Yeah, and, and I guess what you've just said there leads on to, to perhaps my first one, which is you're talking about the whole person and the whole human. And let's take Joe's, Joe's phrase, let's take, push that onto a macro level and say it's also a realisation of the kind of interconnectivity of all of everything, whether it be our personal life, our professional life, the fact that Joe's got a 13-year-old daughter, the fact that I've got a puppy, whatever, whatever. Um, but actually... The fact that what we do business-wise connects with our community, what we do as people connects with our community, the organisations connecting with each other, countries, you know, the gl globally, that whole interconnectivity. We can no longer think of ourselves in sort of splendid isolation uh, mm -hmm. or silos. And, you know, for years, organisations have been talking about breaking down silos, haven't they? Attempting mm -hmm. to break down silos. So I think a realisation that actually connectivity is a 
is an important and powerful thing is good joe okay let's go back to your matrix then where do we go next <laughs> so now i'm at local level local level, <laughs> right. so it's a, um, it's a collective I, cause <laughs> yes of course well you know despite the fact that there is some vitriol out there on social media and in, in the sort of world in places what i've been um so um proud of in our hometown is that uh, i'm a trustee of a local charity age uk so people watching from the uk will know it's a charity about helping elderly people which is over 50s apparently that includes me <laughs> um, i'm saying nothing <laughs> <laughs> and you know the team that run age uk and hive and limage are just amazing already but literally the day this happened they went off i've got goosebumps actually they went into like overdrive and they set up our community hub and basically they have managed everything in terms of all the people in isolation older people in in the towns um, they've ended up supporting ashford which is the big town down the road folkestone which is another town down the road it's not our sort of jurisdiction but they did it because they were so on it and got on and, and did it and they've they've made something like i think this is on like 1700 calls to um to um people you know vulnerable people and they've had you know tons of volunteers and we've had regular updates of what they've been doing and they've just done such an, an amazing job and i think for them i think it's an opportunity to to show all the great work they've been doing all over the years you know the the um, people that work there have just been doing a great job anyway but people didn't really know about it and they've had a real opportunity to showcase how much they care about the town and how much they care about um older people and how much they can do and how well they can do it and i just think that's been a really great positive for, for us and it's it's happened all around the country as well it, yes. and all around the world you know it's yeah. not just and of course thing. and of course those those that's those experiences and very often new skills that people have learned by being yeah. involved in those things are own, can only enhance their their value in the workplace going going yeah, exactly. and, going on into the future i was about to say going forward i hate that phrase i will try never to use it um <laughs> Lorna, what, what about you um, you're not going to be surprised to hear from me. Uh, I'm summarising it as uh, bold compassion. Mm -hmm. So um, we've talked about it a lot, haven't we? We've talked about the courage of somebody like Jacinda Ardern or the chief executives that are focusing completely on making sure their people are okay. And it's they've been quite bold moves. Um, and I think it would be wonderful to see organisations in particular hold on to that bold compassion and it goes mm -hmm. both ways. It's the self-compassion that we've been talking about that leaders have to have. Mm -hmm. And all of us have had to have a little bit of that going through this, you know, mm -hmm. recognising that this isn't normal and we're not, you know, 100% okay all the time and that's fine. Mm -hmm. But at a, a bigger level, at Joe's kind of, you know, macro level, that there's been some real acts of bold compassion and you've just talked about some of them at a community level, Joe, but I think, wouldn't it be wonderful if organisations could keep that ethos of doing the brave but compassionate thing going mm -hmm. forward? Mm -hmm. And that, that, that uh, yeah, absolutely agree with that. And again, that, that leads on. I mean, one of the positives that I wanted to talk about was the, and it kind of covers a couple of things really in, in one, which is the, um, realization amongst leaders that they need to get out there and be visible and they have made the best of them have made themselves extremely visible and they have articulated their their purpose in a in a in a, in a, a clear and engaging way and they've taken their people with them but they've they've put themselves out there to answer the questions they've put themselves on social media they've sat in on zoom calls they've opened themselves up to say ask me whatever questions you want to ask me and I will answer them. 
moving away from some of these rigidly scripted town hall type approaches to life and um and that's been a real plus i think and people talking to people in hr who've said to me you know we've been trying to get them to do this for years and they've always said they can't and they won't and now they've had to and mm -hmm. they thought oh my god it's brilliant and we love it and they don't want to stop doing it either and that that's a real real positive i think um, come on, Joe. Then let's get you to the macro level. Well, do you know anyone would think that we all know each other well and have been working on this for the last few weeks, wouldn't you? Because we all seem to be leading on from each other, having <laughs> not discussed this beforehand. Um, my macro one is just that whole opportunity to pause as a whole world. You know that it, it, it's like being a comma, hasn't it, or a, 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 a what's it called, a dot and a what's it called? Semicolon. Semicolon. That's it. Semicolon. Um, you know in the world whatever it might be we're, we're talking about and in organizations exactly what you've just said that people have, have moved on to doing something that they perhaps might have wanted to do or thought was a good idea but never did and you know we've talked a lot over this time about uh, flexible working and doing things differently and the future of work now being the current of work and we've you know all these people who've sold themselves on the future of work what they're going to do now because it's here <laughs> <laughs> so you know it's just been a real shove into whatever this new world is and we don't know what it looks like really and we don't know you know all of it won't be positive and everything else but you know how else would this have happened it just wouldn't and, and globally as well yeah yeah absolutely absolutely and and okay terrifying economic figures coming out today of about 20 20 20 percent drop 25 percent 20 percent drop in in our in our economy i mean these are these are seismic shifts um mm -hmm. but uh, we've we've demonstrated that we can we can adapt and we can do things differently yeah. and we can move on and then moving on isn't necessarily going to look like the past but actually yes sometimes it's a bit scary but um actually by and large people are being reasonably positive about it i think aren't they so Lo lorna what's your final your final one i really do think um we're psychically linked now i um <laughs> I, I think that something's <laughs> happened um even in the colour, the colour coordination today. Absolutely, so, look at us all. <laughs> my third is uh, true agility or flexibility. So businesses have been talking about being agile for a long, a long while, and particularly in the tech space, particularly, you know, that I really itch when I hear agile terminology that's come from the IT, IT world. But the true meaning of agility and flexibility and that kind of metaphor of the tree that bends with the wind mm -hmm. um, rather than the rigid tree that snaps when the wind comes. I think um, it, the organisations that have really uh, done well and will come through this and the people that will really come through this in better shape are those who found that ability to be flexible. Yes. And that's just, I'm not going to use the phrase VUCA because I hate that too, but this idea that change is, is a given. Mm. It, you know we can't accept this business model from the industrial world of we fix it we measure it we control it and all will be okay and we can plan for the next five years that's mm -hmm. not the world we're in so flexibility agility true uh, cultures of agility and flexibility mm -hmm. and moving on from that um that whole uh acceptance and actually embracing the fact that because we yes we've been forced into a position where a large number of people and by no means everybody but a large number of people have had to work away from their normal place of work um, and they have done so and organizations have continued to deliver albeit with challenges but you know flexible working remote working not working from the normal office uh, or workplace um yeah it's happened um and um we, we you know we can build on that really in a in a positive way can't we so great 
lovely anyone would think we'd scripted that wouldn't we so we'll, we'll pull out some kind of key points from that um as usual at the end but anything to counsel again you know is that do we thinking about those those things we've been talking about i i, I just want to say i think just don't don't get caught back up in the in the treadmills and the habits of the past and lose it would be tragic wouldn't it to lose some of these positives as we move in into the future yeah it's a little cynical as well there's a lot of a lot of news a lot of noise what i really loved about your suggestion that we talk about three good things is that that's that's there's a that's a positive psychology practice yeah gratitude looking looking for the positive um and there's a phrase in coaching that um energy flows where attention goes if you continue to look at the you know, just choose those good things and keep looking at them um, choose to focus on that. It's a practice that I've got into personally through lockdown just to build some, some resilience. And I mm -hmm. just think, um, try and, and not to be a Pollyanna, but just to mm. guard against cynicism. Yes. Mm. Excellent. Joe? I just think that's a really good point, Lorna, um, in that, there's a, sometimes we have a tendency, I think, that we could tip over into sounding a bit Pollyanna because our experience compared to a lot of people hasn't been, you know, um, you know, we've, you can go to all different levels, but, you know, we've, we've got houses, we've got gardens, we've got community, you know, whatever. Um, it could be easy to sound like we're very tweedly saying this has been an amazing opportunity for everybody. We know it's been absolutely devastating for many people. But even for those people, if you can pull out those little pieces of things that you can be grateful for, those, you know, those little bits of positive, that's the beginnings of, of sort of recovering from something that's been terrible, whatever that might be. So a really good point, Lorna. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Absolutely. Lovely. Well, thank you, Lorna, once again, Joe, once again. And thanks for watching. And we'll see you next time. Take care. Bye bye. Mm -hmm.